Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Schnozcast. Your hosts tonight, Bob, Corey, Nick, and Todd. Gentlemen, good to be back here with you. Corey, how are you? Oh, hello. Hello, sir. Nick, how are you? Oh, I was going to say, I'm fantastic. How about yourself? Oh, shit. Sorry, it was rhetorical. (laughs) But I really should (laughs) take the time to wait for the answer. Nick, how are you? Oh, oh! This is uh, you said it was rhetorical. I'm um, good. To Corey, but okay. <laughs> oh, I shifted. Only to me, I guess. Yeah. I shifted you. now. I realized my error. Bob, I'm Corey's doing corrected. just fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Todd Dillon, how are you? Dynamite, brother. Dynamite. Is this the first appearance of dynamite on the Todd Dillon intro? It may be. Okay, that word of the day calendar paying off. <laughs> paying off. <laughs> paying off. All right, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you are willing and able to go back and listen to some of our excellent uh, episodes out on uh, on the streaming services, you know, we've, we just hit 250 uh, last time we published an episode, and of those, they tell us that seven of them are actually pretty good. So go back and listen. <laughs> and uh, That's what they tell me. <laughs> that's what they tell me. A whole seven of them. People are saying. Uh, you can find us on the streaming services anywhere where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on Social media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. There you go. <laughs> You're getting the hang and of TikTok. Nicely yeah. done. Out all at Schnozcast. You can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com with your existential questions or requests for relationship advice from Todd Dillon, the love doctor. The love machine. Word. Or Word. if you're, since we're live now, and uh, what else do you have to do other than engage with us? You can call or text us right now. 618 Shocker. On the Shocker line, always open for your questions, queries, gripes, or bitches. Baby. <laughs> Shocker. I think the Baby. measure of success for this show would be if we got at least one question, one query, one gripe, and one bitch. I think we get a, we get a lot of those. <laughs> I just don't think people are telling us. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep that Something to old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so we've got a few married folks in this podcast. Uh, Todd, if I might start with you, uh, what? You, what? <laughs> <laughs> you are married, aren't you, Todd? Todd's like, we didn't talk about this in prep. I'm like, I know that wasn't uh, at practice. Are we talk about practice. Look, you, you, we can you can have production meetings all you want, but some, there has to be a little bit of a spark of spontaneity in the show. Gotcha. So I'm ready uh, as a married fella. Do you recall yes, um, leveraging any of those things in your outfit, your tu- your tuxedo, your um, accoutrement for the the big day? Something borrowed, something blue, something old, something new. Uh, no, no. Do you recall? No. Do you? Do I thought you, that's for the bride, isn't it? It is it's sometimes, the but they like to rope us into their shenanigans. No, and uh, and that. ask. I'm, you, tr- I'm a. Tr- I rule my house with an iron fist. You know that, Bob. <laughs> I, I've met your wife, sir. I can tell you that is not the case. You well, can tell yourself that all you want. Well, Todd Dillon, do we have a surprise for you? Mary, come on out. <laughs> no, just kidding. I was just kidding. There's jokes. Oh, it's one jokes. of these days, boys, we have to do that. <laughs> Todd, this is Mary. I'm online. Yeah, yeah. Corey, how about you? Nice, nice try. 
What was the question? Uh, of the, the the thing that's generally in the in the in the the ladies' lane. Uh, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Was that any of that worked into your outfit? Your, I mean, I know the color of your uh, tux was blue, but apart from that, did she? Did Daniel rope you into that at all? No, no, no. We didn't do any of that. Okay. Do you recall what she did for those things? Uh, Corey, <laughs> you can say no. No, I have no idea. I, okay, I think her grandmother gave her something. Panties, okay. probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> Explain, it explains oh. the mothball scent that oh, I was smelling oh, all night. Oh, well played. Goodness. He's got a little room oh, in him. Oh my goodness! <laughs> very, very big. <laughs> oh my goodness! Skin tone—that's a color that doesn't go out of style. <laughs> High waisted skin tone. <laughs> we are headed straight into trouble today. It looks no, like. this is this is how we get off on a great start. And I and I'm sure she didn't uh, say, "Hey Corey, do you want to know what I have that's borrowed and what's blue?" I'm sure that didn't come up. But was there no attempt to rope you into that and let you know that these are the special things I'm doing for my day? Or was that more between her and her bridesmaids? Uh Clearly, it was more between her and her bridesmaids because I have no clue what any of it was. Corey, so, okay. just saying you don't know to all these questions, we're going to get some answers. So you just get your shit together. You can keep going all you want. I... God. Timid men on this show. Somebody text Daniel right now so we can get the answer while we're on, on the air. Mm-hmm. What color was the garter? <laughs> she actually didn't do a garter. No garter? No. This is the most boring wedding I've ever heard. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, there wasn't a... a uh, peel it off with your teeth moment was there no she definitely did not want to do that she pr- surprisingly she did a blue ring pop on her toe that he took off with with his mouth i didn't even need the ring pop there and enjoyed <laughs> what was sweaty the sweaty wedding feet what was what was the thing that <laughs> what was the good thing job sir t- i think you got the title for the episode right what, there what was the thing you talked about a couple weeks ago that you want to introduce to your guys's uh bedroom life that she was not about oh feet that was up north oh is that the feet thing? yeah when she yes. put her feet up on my lap yep i was yep. like oh Bing. that was a fairly uncomfortable <laughs> five minutes it was awkward for me as well buddy i'm uh, sorry i don't know what to tell you he's not, you, you embraced it pretty quickly i think he's not used to being uh completely at attention around us all the time not that you guys know of. Luckily, he keeps it to himself. I sit over here every Saturday, hard yeah. as a rock. He's like, why do you think I wanted the slightly transparent tablecloth? It's a little element of danger there. <laughs> what about you, Todd? Uh, did, hint, did, hint. did Mary do the garter thing? Oh, man. I gotta, I'm, I got to oh, go back to that. Uh, I can't re- I th- don't think that we did it. Maybe we did. I can't remember. Did you <laughs> okay. have a garter? I'm I pr- I'm certain I did. Little tuxedo tie on it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She pulled it off with her teeth. She well, would never you were there, Bob. She would. Yeah. You would. You would know as you have much. You have just the same amount of opportunity to remember. Oh it, yeah. Did, did we do a garter? No, I wouldn't have been involved in that at all. Yeah. By, that, by that time in the wedding, yeah, I would but have you been were at the event. You would have seen it. You would have been a witness to it. Uh, you know, Todd. Uh, Corey and I, anytime we talk um, about fond memories that we've had in the past, especially more than five years ago, if there's some sort of moment that, uh, you know, the paint by numbers needs to be filled in to kind of connect the dots, we always go to Bob Rankin. Bob, tell us what yep. really happened on this exactly. day. Yeah. Please. Right. Mine like please a steel trap. Us. Oh, my God. 
it, it's 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 like a Polaroid camera. You just click. Could and you it's could right you tell there. the folks what my standard response usually is to a question of that nature? Of what nature? Hey, do you remember what happened on X day at X time when we were doing this or doing that? Or you I never you never remember. That's what you always say. You don't. All right. This is. <laughs> Bob, we we we've nicknamed Bob is like the is is our etch a sketch our in house etch a sketch. How is it that someone who's so good at impressions you try to tee him up to do one and he's like I don't I understand don't, what you're talking because I don't remember what. <laughs> if you have like some catchphrase that you say every time, like you know I don't know. It like, doesn't it's matter. Not I, even if I don't have a catchphrase, <laughs> you usually look at me. This is where Nick Bader generally embraces the opportunity to create one. You, you, I'll tell you what exactly. you say every time. You know you can't dust off a stage and tell me to step on it. You know that doesn't work like that. But also, but also, um, you typically look at me uh, like like that thousand yard stare. Like uh, you just asked kids, you know, who, who's the one that broke the chandelier? Like you, you look like, am I supposed to know this? I have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Andrew. Who are these people? Like you look at us like you. <laughs> yeah, that that look is not reserved for you. I've, I've given that look to many, many, many people. Which the cool thing about that with Bob is that him and I kind of have a um, a mutually beneficial relationship where I can call him the next day and I enjoy telling a story, of course, and he enjoys hearing it because it's like the first time he's ever heard it. Yeah, I get to relive a night that I have no memory of. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? It's oh, every- that sounds cool. And did then what fun? did I do? <laughs> did I have fun? <laughs> That's every day for you. It sounds isn't like it? a blast. All right, so no, so no garter for Corey. Uh, potentially, you know, T- Todd's garter wouldn't. Have, I think I would have remembered if you did. We did. We did. We did. Now, because I would have remembered Mary trying to pull up the cuff of your uh, trousers over that giant calf. That would that would have been that would have been burned into my brain. Every day. Those hand bones. Don't worry about that. Oh. All right. <laughs> Those hand bones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So so. Is there for for you guys? I guess I'm probably pivoting here a little bit. Um, do you have a first of all? Do you is there? A, I'll start with Corey this time. Do you have a favorite uh, meal that is your go to? Where uh, if you're cooking, uh, <laughs> I just changed the answer. <laughs> fish sticks. No, Cor- Corey. Corey's used the oven. Uh, that's been that, that's been proven. I've sent you guys plenty of fish videos sticks. of shit I've cooked. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if both it, on and in the oven for him Correct. to say your favorite meal, if if he would have ended it there with a question mark, I think it would yeah. be different than your favorite meal that you cook. Yeah. So what what's Not your what's the favorite meal that you will cook if it's just for you? If it's just for me, just for you, mussels and uh, crab legs. Mussels it together. Oh yeah. Okay. Exactly. So you will actually take the time going like, oh, okay, I'm all alone tonight. She's out She's out of the house. I'm stopping at the store on the way home, and I'm picking up some mussels and crab legs. <laughs> yeah, or I usually have a reserve bag got a res- okay. in, the, in the freezer. All right. Now the follow-up is? A reserve bag of mussels? <laughs> no, not a bag of mussels. Well, they, at Kroger does actually have very good uh, mussels in wine and garlic sauce that are frozen. Frozen? You donut. What's wrong with you? Now the, I don't the, care. I like them. The, the purpose thank of the question you. is not to judge the fact that I'm judging. What, you, <laughs> what you're eating is frozen. Uh, Corey, I'm trying. I can't stop these guys. I mean, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna respond or they're going to respond. You uh, can get muscles fresh. What is wrong with you? Thank you. Again, I don't, I, I'm fine with them. I'm the one eating them. So. They That's sell all. them at Kroger alive. Uh, they're not always in stock at Kroger, buddy. Uh, well, oh, I'm sorry, Meyer. Go to Meyer then. 
I'm not running all around the world to find mussels when I know I have them at home in the freezer. I'm, I'm picturing all you around at, the world. At, at home, and it's a last-minute decision because you didn't think ahead to, I'm going to stop at this store to get this thing that I want. True? I mean, yeah, yeah, usually not. Okay, so so for you, frozen having it having reserve, yeah. that's the way to go to make sure you've got what you what you know you want to eat when you're there by yourself. Correct. All right. So the follow up is when it's you and Danielle and you're cooking, which I don't know whose decision is that that you're cooking. Is it usually depends on what we're having? No, no, no. But <laughs> no, but <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I'm confused now. Can you start at the beginning of this? So, it's something you can boil. It's Corey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which decision gets made first, the food or who's cooking? The food. Who decides the food? We both. Mutual well. decision? Yeah. Okay. So if you land on something that is down your laneway, then mm-hmm. she'll go then you'll be like, I got it. Or does she automatically know like, oh, that's Corey's thing? I mean like mussels or crab legs, let's say. Well, I mean we're never having that together because she's definitely not eating that. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't eat seafood, does oh, she? She right. won't. She won't touch it. Okay, so so what is the? Okay, so who did? <laughs> the question was going to be, when you're cooking for the two of you, is the meal different? And clearly, it is. What is the meal when you're cooking for the two of you? I guess I I'll, I'll, we'll cover how you got to the food and how you got to be the cook in the next. Oh, oh this is a several parter. Okay, yeah. That's, Corey looks very great. blindsided. Yeah. So first question. <laughs> You are cooking. It's been decided you're cooking. Steady. Okay. What, steady. How do you, how do you, what, what are you cooking for the two of you? What's, what's your go-to meal? Are the two I mean, of you Corey, together answer. like to eat? Answer. I, I mean, there's nothing specific. <laughs> I try, try to be specific. Uh, vaguely specific. Steaks. Uh, Steaks. With some okay. sort of potato. Okay. And vegetable. Okay. Usually like a steak, maybe... Baked potatoes and uh, what cut? asparagus. Uh, what cut of steak? Usually filet or New York strip. Okay. All right. So so flank. So the the follow up is you guys do it in reverse. Like you don't establish who's cooking first. You both talk about what you want to eat. Yeah. So does <laughs> so. How do you get to the? How do you get? I to don't the, even like, know where he's going, buddy. I'm I sorry. I'm I, sorry. I, I just I don't. don't I, I'm just long for the I've ride. Never, uh, I never. I'm not familiar with the pick the food and then the cook and then the cook will follow kind of a thing. Like, don't you? Don't, isn't there a chance that one of you will have something to do and won't be able to cook it? Like you pick the food and then and then you go. Well, okay, you're gonna have to cook because I'm doing this or doing that. No, when I get home, I know I'm cooking. So, but how do you know? Because you've you've talked about it before. You got home. What you're gonna have? Yeah, usually around like two or three, we'll discuss what we're having for dinner, and then okay. we, we know at that point. Okay. Can you Try, walk us through that conversation, yeah, Corey? Yeah, please. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Nick, could you play the part of Danielle? <laughs> Why am I always the woman? <laughs> Todd, could you play the part of Danielle? Yep. Okay. Uh, hey, babe, what would you like for dinner tonight? Hey, short pants. <laughs> I would love... <laughs> Anything. <laughs> I would love anything. <laughs> We're using our pet names, right? <laughs> yes, hundred <Yeah>, percent. <laughs> I would love anything but seafood. So, what are you thinking? Well, that doesn't help much. <laughs> Whatever you would like. Wow. You know, I like 
things that don't have small bones, so it won't be you. But uh, maybe we could do a steak. Perfect. I will stop and get steaks after work and grill them when I get home. I feel like this Thank isn't you. turning out as exciting for Bob as he thought it was going to be. No, it's still it's 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 still confusing. The good the good but. news is is whenever he surprises us with a segment that he never tells us about, it always goes swimmingly. So. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a segment. It was just a question. Okay, I I didn't know if like you expected one of us to like jump up and dance around when we talked about dinner, or I I don't know. I guess there's an end game to this. I think there, we're going somewhere. Ju- just a question, my man. Oh. So and they're, you, they're, and you answered it. And if no you're, grand plan. If you're done answering, we can move on. <laughs> yep, that's all I got for you. That's oh. usually how it goes. Right. I know, guys. I'm very sorry. It's no, not that exciting. No need to apologize. <laughs> you're you're downplaying it perfectly. Okay. Todd Dillon, how about you? Yes, sir. So what's the question? You, well, the, so the question is, what's when you're by yourself, what's your go to yep. meal? By myself. Yep. Uh I don't necessarily have a go to. I typically I will if I'm by myself, I'll go into the grocery store, and if something looks good to me, if there's a particularly good uh, deal on something. So uh, if I go into the local grocery store and they have steel head, fresh steelhead that looks pretty good, then that's a go-to for both me and for Mary. Okay. So what, what? And then typically I'll do uh, some sort of vegetable and then some sort of starch or some sort of other side. Now, you got a different bit of a situation, right, because you do uh, most of the cooking. Is that correct? I, I do, yes, 95% of the cooking. Okay. How do you get to that 5% where does, does Mary go like, hey, um, this is the 96th, 96th night in a row that you've cooked. Why don't I do it tonight? No, actually, Mary's, Mary's, Mary's uh, portfolio of what she cooks is very limited. She typically is only allowed to do breakfasty type things. So uh, on the weekends, like th- so, so tomorrow, she's, she's going to make uh, scrambled eggs and some grits, and we'll have, she'll make breakfast. And so that'll be her, her 5% contribution. Uh, otherwise, I'll do the rest of the cooking. She's usually on breakfast duty. So she'll do waffles. I don't make waffles. Are we um, talking about breakfast but, dinner or breakfast breakfast? Breakfast, breakfast. Hate breakfast dinner. And, oh, and Mary, and Mary's on. She's like, and I make salads too. She does. She, she's, she, she is allowed to make salads as well. I, I, why are you using <laughs> the term "she's allowed"? Wow. <laughs> well, because because we had so Mary and I used to somewhat split the cooking duties, and uh, she's probably going to rush no. upstairs and punch me right in the head when I tell this story. But no, Mary, again, Mary. God, God love the Polish, but uh, again, anybody who's been around Polish people, they don't know anything, know much about seasoning things, uh, and so, mm-hmm. uh, and and again, not calling out anybody's palates, but Mary had this brilliant idea, uh, and Nick, Nick will definitely get this. Uh, when we were living in Boston, Mary decided she was going to make dinner for us, and she made an orange sweet potato chicken dish that. As I say it again out loud, my stomach is already turning because Dude. I thought I was going to die. You should have and seen me furrow the brow. I know. I know. I know. And she's like, it was written down. I'm like, just because somebody wrote that down as a recipe doesn't mean. I go, two orange things don't go together like that. Uh, and it was absolutely horrible. Uh, and I think prior to that, that she, she'd been on strike two when she made uh, – uh, I think salmon once, and I think that she put an entire jar of salt on it. And, it was like a, <laughs> a, 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 and so we came to an agreement that uh, 
while I love her to death, uh, cooking should not be a thing that she should strap in for. So I uh, took over the reins, and uh, I drive that ship. She has taken it upon herself to enter the chat and say, I make salads. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't, you didn't tell them, Mary. But there's no exclamation exactly. point. It's just a very matter of fact, like, I make salads. She does. She does. She's allowed because she she's allowed. She's allowed. I'm allowed to make salads. She, she makes a mean salad. It was. It, it was. If nice. Todd will permit me. I will make. I a was going to say it was nice that he allowed her in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we are a drinking podcast. Todd, we this are? is your opportunity yes, to reach down into that seven gallon bucket of ice that you have next to you. Let me just pull this volume down. A little yeah, bit. pull it down before it starts. Pull it down. All the Legos start like bouncing around in the cooler. Bob, myself, Short Pants, and I are all going to do a shot with you. So go ahead and gra- go ahead and grab something to do a shot. To the audience, if you guys are listening to this at a different time and you're not listening to us live, first of all, what's wrong with you? What is even wrong with you? Show up around this time every Saturday night. Sir, I had a doctor's appointment. Yeah, no, no one cares. Show up. Fuck your doctor. Yeah, I, show I, up. I had a, I had a, I had a. Root canal, I had to go. Hey, listen, man. Doctors are always making you wait. You make them wait for once. Show up this point in time on Saturday nights. Join us in the live. Have a couple drinks with us. Have a coffee if you'd like. What time is that, Nick? That's typically around 930. 930-ish. That never happens. So right. it's uh, closer to 10 usually. <laughs> take. So, um, so I like the way that you loosely use the word typically then. It's typically around <laughs> 930, it's, but it's never that. I time. mean, that's <laughs> the road to hell is paved with good intentions, Todd. Yeah. I mean, that's where we'd like to start. But we stopped putting times because, let's face it, we're growing. We're not the little puny in your garage podcast anymore. And God bless Corey because he is spending tons and tons of his own time and money on equipment to make us better. And none of us peons know anything about the equipment that he gets. He has automated cameras that spin in circles on their own. So that being said, there is so much to learn constantly that we're having to set up more things. That is a good problem for us to have. We are growing because we love you as an audience. But that being said, grab something in a cup and do a shot with us. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Salonja. Yikes. That's the good stuff. Mary says she makes damn good salads, too, just so you know. <laughs> she doesn't need an exclamation. I know what she's talking about. I will take oh, yeah. Todd's laughter oh, yeah. as agreement on Absolutely. the quality of She the makes salads. a mean salad. She makes a mean salad. Mm. Mm. The old sweet potato lamb orange salad. Oh, my goodness, dude. That was the worst thing. What? No, no. What? Literally, that, was, that was like the last time she was ever in the orange sweet potato chicken. Who needs, oh, there's horror. chicken in there, too? Who needs croutons on a salad when you got baby marshmallows? Oh, my, oh my goodness. Exactly. <laughs> and Skittles. Wait, so did she, was she, <laughs> did she dig up a recipe and she's like, that looks good? Or did she, yeah. did she just try to go, I'm going to wing this? Let's see what's no, in the no. fridge. She, 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 see, and again, I'm, I'm, I, knew, I knew that we were, we were headed straight for trouble today when you started, started with your wedding questions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to probably going to get me in a little bit of trouble. But yeah. Mary... Again, God love her, and she's for all those things. She'll see a recipe, and she's like, "That sounds really good." And it, and I have to weigh in sometimes. I go, "Nope, that's going to be horrible." <laughs> <laughs> maybe she had good intentions with the sweet potato, you know, like the African American thing, sweet potato. You know, maybe she's really trying to tie into that. No, no, wasn't wasn't anything like no. that. Okay, no, just a bad <laughs> recipe. And she and again, there I didn't realize this. Many of the publications that arrive at our house have tons of shitty recipes in them. 
things that don't go together. You'd the, be surprised. Wait, she's taking junk mail and finding recipes in it and making those things? Absolutely. The back of the Reader's Digest. <laughs> Shitty recipe monthly. <laughs> Gotta have to redo that description Look, time. Shit bean casserole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do we got here, Corey? I wanted to show you guys something because I know we always joke about my fear of heights. And Nick has witnessed, personally, my fear of heights. Yeah, multiple times. But as I've said, and I believe I've said it on the show, mm -hmm. as long as I'm anchored into something, heights do not bother me. Okay. So two weekends ago, uh, myself, Danielle, Kelly, and Dylan went to this place called Tree Runner in uh, West Bloomfield. And I made a short little clip to show you guys that as long as I'm buckled into something, we're golden. They, uh, I think it's just perfect that it was short. They really had to pull out the heavy-duty steel rope for you, didn't they? Dude, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's a steel cable, sir. That's what I'm saying. These trees, especially on the zip line, uh, you hit them in the trees that, up that high. Did have, have a lot of sway to them. Did everyone else have regular rope and you had that? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I can already see why he likes it. There's gadgets and gears. I mean, there were there were parts that were very fun. Yeah. Did your mom go? No, no, not with us this time. Just have you ever been there with your mom? No, I know you have. That it, it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, she's terrified. Of yes. That seems like it'd be fun. It it is. It's a ton of fun, man. Is this it's supervised? A, no. I mean, they're, they're staffed there, yeah. but you go out on the, the course by yourself and like they give you a whole training session at the beginning of like how you need to hook everything on. Yeah. Um, and then they, yeah, they just let you go. And like they, if you need help, they, you just yell staff. There Are there go. nets underneath you? No. Oh, that's cool. So you can zip line some of them. Yeah. Some of them zip line. But the, the training they get you is it's like a dual um, carabiner system where. Uh, so there you go. That's, that's the highest we got right there. Yeah, once you once you enter the course, you have two carabiners, and you there's no possible way you can disconnect both of them from the line. Yeah, one one's always through a series of magnets in the cables. One always has to be connected to a line, and as you saw in the video, like there's these little boxes at the beginning of every zip line or every um, element that you do that you have to hook on one first, and then take the other one off the element that you were just on, and then hook that behind it. Um, and then like your, your pulley for the, the actual zip line that just kind of dangles freely and you put that on, on first and cause they want to make sure obviously you put the, um, other carabiners behind it before you take so off. So there's, there's a magnetic fail safe. You can't, there's no way you could not take, be take both of them off the line. Like from the beginning of the course yeah, to the end. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it is very safe. They, they have it set up pretty well. Um, there were a couple of times though, that like up on the platforms that I was able to take both of them off and I'm like, I mean, oh, technically, oh. You're, you're not supposed to be able to <laughs> right, do that. Right. Right. But it, it like, and some, some points are so short too, that like you can unlatch one and still be able to hit the other one. It, it, it's, it'd be very hard to explain, but as long as you're close enough to two of those points, you can work it out to where you'd be completely unhooked. Um, but as, as long as you just pay attention and, you, and, and how much that run you and where, where's it located? It's in West Bloomfield. Um, it's called tree runner. Mm -hmm. Um, 
to be honest with you, I don't know the cost of it. Dylan's mom got him a gift certificate for him and Callie. And I guess it was for a group of four rather than just a group of two. So Danielle and I were able to reap the benefits of one of their Christmas presents from Dylan's mom. Oh, nice. So thank you, Dylan's mom, very much. We had a great time. Um, She not Mrs. Collins? Oh, I mean, I guess I could have went with that too. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's uh, Mrs. Uh, Gabortstock. She's she's also Dylan's mom. Yeah, Yeah. I get that. So yeah, no, it was was a really fun experience. Um, By the time we got to one of the end elements that we were doing i was like okay this is this is a lot for the day <laughs> it's oh like you were spent you were oh done. yeah dude like because you, you're on some of the obstacles that you're climbing over I, and it, as you know you've been there yeah um you're using like little stabilizer muscles, stabilizer that, yeah, muscles you, i was just gonna say yeah. you've never ever used in your life before and so like the first like two, two I've uh, used mine. of course you have <laughs> the first like two elements that you go through it's it's fun like you're you're ready to go um, but you hit that third one, you're like, Oh boy, this is, this is getting rough. So yeah, I finally got to the point we finished one Dylan, uh, Dylan works on roofs all day long. So that shit for him is nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. So me, Danielle and Kelly were like, oh, we're spent. He was like, well, you're want- like seven feet off the ground. It's not like you guys are up 57 feet. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, but they, they yeah, do but have for- courses that are, that are quite a bit up. Uh, they, they have yeah, the, the double black diamond is yeah. like it, to to be honest with you, like we we started on the not the lowest course, the second up from it, like the lowest course is like a a, a kids course. And I'll be honest with you, if I would have done that, I probably would have been just fine. The kids uh, course? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but so then you go from like to yellow or green or something like that. But there was a a couple that showed up on the platform while we were there, and the girl was like, "Oh, I want to go uh, double black diamond," and the staff guy was like, "Oh, so you've been here before?" He's like, "You're." A professional climber she's like no he's like oh you've never been here before <laughs> you've got she's, a death wish he's like so you're a professional climber though she's like no i just like challenges he's like ma'am no offense he's like but we're gonna Man. start you on yellow because <laughs> if you don't know what you're getting into and like i said at, dude after doing the the yellow course and the green course yeah and the zip line is a whole nother thing but after doing those three there was no way i was touching that double black diamond it, it, it so what's the difference the, the the height first of all the the height and the difficulty of the obstacles how yeah. do you get up there is there are there ladders on the trees or so like most of them uh especially the really high ones there's literally it's just a like um pegs stuck into the side of a four by four yeah so you you're literally your ladder is only a foot wide mm-hmm. and that's all you have to climb up on like i was watching some of these people climb up on it like you had to literally just put your tippy toes on the pegs and climb up those pegs and I'm like, yeah, that's not, I, for, there was people there that were loving it. Those people are obviously different than I am because uh, I, I don't like heights, but something like that, I, I would love, I think would be a lot of fun. It was, it, yeah. it, it was very cool. It, I, I mean, like if you guys wanted to go back, I'd go back with you. I would never go back just on my own regard to be like, oh, that was that much fun. I'm going to go do it again. Like if Bob and I paid for it. We should all do it with Dave. Like if Bob and I paid for a foursome and you got to use the two free tickets, like would you go for, would you go then? I mean, I would definitely go for that, but <laughs> okay. I mean, even if I had to pay to go with you guys, I, I guess I'd still do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Todd, Todd, are you down with that? I'm down. Okay. Um, there was, so it wasn't the last time I was there, but I think, uh, it was a, it was a few years ago and we were probably on either the 
either the one right above the kids or the one right above that, but it was definitely not Black Diamond or anything seriously intense. But I remember that the very last, the very last tree was a, you had to, you were still, you know, you were still clipped in, right? But you had to jump from the tree to a rope. <laughs> and you were like no, thanks. 30 feet off the ground. And even if you, even if you f- missed the rope completely, they, and they were, took great pains to sh- not only just tell you, but to show you that, oh, the, the rope would clamp and you would just very slowly kind of lower down. Oh, the repelling points, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, fuck you. I, I, <laughs> not I, I had gone through the whole course as the very last course, and uh, everyone in our group had gone but me, and I'm like, no. I'm not- I, I, I don't have a fear of heights, but I, I have a fear of falling. And I'm like, for me to like leap out for this thing, I just I could not Dude, get not, myself to do. Not it. only that, like I wouldn't even be afraid. Like if if there's like safety measures and all that stuff, I'd be afraid of burning the shit out of my hands. So, <laughs> but again, you're not going to because if 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 there if the line pulls taut because you're falling at any point, it automatically seizes on it, and then slowly. No, I got right. I got that. But what if this- I get the rope and hit it? Yeah, and my fucking huge body weight, fucking it's, down it's, through my again, hands again. You're you, how are you falling? The only way you're going to get that is if you're free falling and trying to grab the rope. Correct. Yeah, you cannot you grab, do you that. Grab oh, okay. and move it. You're going to be fine. Yeah, you, you again, might have a little is, bit of thigh burn. A little bit of thigh burn. I mean, I'm yeah, used to that. Right. Used to that. Yeah the the repelling something pretty big. Mm-hmm. The re, the repelling points. There's no actual way to to like fully fall from it. Um, yeah. The, but, but despite telling me that, I was like, nope. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that's always going to be in the back of your mind when you're up that, that well, you, high. Well, you probably see in slow well, motion the big Bertha chair just just, just give it up. Yeah, oh. yeah that was a, that's it was the a only fear fall. you're actually born with, Bob. It is what? You fear, know that? fear of falling? Yep. That's the only fear that you're born with. Everything, All your other fears are taught. It's because your parents dropped you a lot, Todd. That's why. That's pretty good, Corey. Thank you. I'll have to give that to you. For a short guy. Coming from the tallest guy in the world. Oh, here we Taller go. Taller than you. Here we go. <laughs> in your dreams of falling, yes, you might Remember be. Remember the tall off and Tawas TT? No, we don't because it never fucking <laughs> happened. Exactly. Speaking of things never happening, uh, I think it's time to break into a, a segment that we actually have not done in quite a long time. But what? I, I, swear, new? I swear to God. it's Well, it's it's old, but it's new. Right. Okay. It's see, see, I went full circle all the way back around. I like it. So I like it. So let's uh, we're going to off to Corey for uh, Funk with this. Funk this. He still loves it. He still he loves does. it. <laughs> it just never gets old for him. <laughs> Nick, I know you can't hear this, but he is literally cackling just the same way that he did a year ago or whenever it was last time we did this segment. (laughs) And actually, the the one great part about this segment is that theme song, which was written and performed by Todd Vincent Osborne Dillon, uh, is mercifully short. It is very, very brief. And I don't have to worry about like pulling the volume down real slow to kind of slowly fade it out. No, you're you're in it's, it. It's like a car accident. You you are in it. It is a quick yeah, 
quick and fast, but it's horrible. Yeah, once you've bounced off the guardrails and uh, done a couple of rollovers, you're, you're, no, hang you're on good to walk second. away. Everybody thought I love that, that that the backing the backing vocals was done by a professional. You got you all said that. Professional oh, no, woman. Hold, hold on a minute. Yeah, let, let's be clear. First of all, some of us thought that it was done by a, a lady. Yeah. Others thought that it had been auto-tuned. I thought it was like the Dave Matthews band, like the lovely ladies. Yeah. Now, we, we have been told by the author of this clip that it was not. Both of those things are untrue. But we really it don't was know all natural. Sure. All natural. There's, there's no proof we have other than. It's true. It's true. Other than Todd's. Turn that music back on. I'll sing it. Turn that music back on. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. That. It's, even for my segment, I don't want to hear Todd sing. Well, you, you did. You, <laughs> <laughs> I can't be mad at him. I mean, anybody who laughs that hard at something that they created, I mean, hats off to him. I guess. He was obviously under some sort of controlled substances when he did it. So. <laughs> I did. I ran downstairs while Mary was making a salad, and I went, I just made the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Mary just happened to be fabulous. making a salad. <laughs> and it was fabulous. Mary, you started that salad two hours ago. Don't rush me. I know. It had Skittles and sweet potatoes in it. Mm, doesn't that sound delicious? <laughs> it sounds appetizing. <laughs> so, guys, I've we have not done a Funko this in a very long time. And uh, just the other day, I came across something very special that I was actually able to go out and find the only one in a Best Buy store. Ever made? Not ever made. In, in that particular store? No, in, that, in, our, in, in our particular area, let's okay. say. Um, and I had to share this one with you guys. So this is... Oh, oh yeah? A brand new... Big Lebowski Funko that they came out with <gasps> this year. Wow. And uh, summer nice. 20 th- summer convention. Wait, is there a Funko convention? Yeah. Have you been to this convention? I have not. And if I could ever what? go see Todd, then I'd probably be able to go to it. Oh, but. is the convention yes. in Seattle? Yeah. That's wow. what has to happen. That's the only way you'll get him to come out there. And we can find out wh- where the Bushami one is. Dude, the dude who freaking carried the show. That Bushami's the last one I need for the group. Well, her, him and Maud. I'm not really too concerned about Maud, but yeah, Bushami is the they last. They make both of them. They do. Okay. Um, so come to find out, they make this one. Uh, it's the <clears throat> dude in his robe and his trainers. And as a matter of fact, you can't see it behind the the box right there, but he does have the white Russian in his other hand when he's dancing around in his apartment on an, on the rug. On the rug, yeah. And if you can see in the box nice. there too, there's even a little. Little baby rug underneath him. I think the only thing missing is uh, a Walkman playing. Uh, that wasn't until a bowling he. League. That wasn't until he laid down. Isn't that the same scene? Yeah, but it's for, it's further on after that. All right. Because he answer he answers the landlord's door. Uh, the landlord at the door. I don't know why I thought I was going to stop him with that one. I mean, you can. But you, I did. You tried. <laughs> so yeah, this is the the newest Funko that I was insanely excited to get. And uh, I wanted to share it with you guys. So, Very cool. I love it. I there just you want go. to see the Bushami. Dude, you know how expensive those things are? I look look all the time to try to pick one up. Does the Bushami um, Funko look as cockeyed as he is? Is he cockeyed? Maybe? What do you mean cockeyed? He's <laughs> snaggle toothed and cockeyed. I mean, he's Oh, not, the actual. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Hold it's, on now. That, 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 
Dude, Steve Buscemi. He, he's a great guy. Not the greatest looking guy, but he's he's a great guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> that dude gets mad. Those, those fish, late, those fish yeah. eyes, and those snaggle teeth. Come on, why are you hating? Why you hate? just because he doesn't have a beard like you? Why are you hating on That's Buscemi? True. That's true. <laughs> that dude was. Uh, he's like one of America's sexiest men. Mm. He's a goddamn American treasure. He is. Ooh. He is. Now is the mod one? Is, is that the one where she's wearing the um, the Viking outfit? Viking outfit. Yeah. yeah. And not, that's not that bad. No. Well, so there's there's also another one they came out with. It. It's it's an encased Funko, um, and the encased it, in what? Like plexiglass, and it's got a copy of the VHS cover behind the Funko. So it's like a it comes in its like own ornamental box already. And okay. that's my next next one I'm trying to find. That's not that one's not as easy to find in person anywhere. You know, I was in your house. I saw the bathroom. I saw some bedrooms, a kitchen, a family room. I saw zero Funkos. You didn't look over at my computer desk? Uh, Corey, you have like a thousand of them. I know. Oh, they're, you know what is the dif- is the difference? But is the difference that you're looking for a, a an unboxed, unopened one instead of a used one? Oh yeah. Okay. You have you do you have everybody used Funko? A couple, yeah. Okay, but ge- I, generally speaking, you're looking for new boxed ones. New yeah. box. Okay. I, I I actually bought a an unboxed uh the dude to take to have it work on my desk at work. Okay. And it was a thousand times cheaper than when that came in the box. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, this 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 Donnie one looks like it's eighty eight bucks. That's actually considerably cheap for what I I've seen. Why 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 how much? Why is that one <laughs> why, expensive? Why why Because uh, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. Why is that one expensive? So they they started vaulting certain uh, Funkos after a certain amount of time. Yeah, and apparently the thing the ones from the Big Lebowski were very very early on in Funko. Okay. And when they stop making them, they it basically just allows them to escalate in price by Funko saying, "Yeah, we don't make these anymore." Mm-hmm. So Donnie's, yeah, he's one of the ones that like I I actually found one at a uh, disc replay, but it was 150 bucks, and I'm like, I'm not spending, yeah, I'm not spending 150 dollars on a Funko. <laughs> yeah, it's that's nuts. They sell them for that much money, dude. There's there's a couple there's um some Star Wars ones. They're like very rare. As a matter of fact, there's a Stan Lee one, a gold Stan Lee Funko uh, that he signed. And I believe there's only like five of them. And one went on a line for like $58,000. You know, that plus the, the NFT. It feels like the Stanley you got me is going to be crazy expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I'd look into it. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. It Thank would be, you. I mean, how how... How could you ever guarantee holding its value on something like that? I, I, I mean, you really can. I, and again, too, like I, I never got into it. And Danielle never got into it for um, value aspect. Yeah, it's just um, something that we started doing during during COVID, and it's definitely slowed down big time. Uh, oh yeah, well, yeah. You've never mentioned it's not like uh, you've been like begging us to get this segment no, back on the show. No, they, they, this right. one, this yeah. one, this one was the first one that I was right. like, I, I, I definitely need to show these guys. Yeah. So until I get another, the, the VHS one, I guess, or a Donnie, then, uh, that'll probably be the return of Funko this, but until then, uh, during the next segment, um, 
I know you got to run the timer and whatnot, but uh, if you can pull up a picture of the VHS one you're talking about, yeah, we can share that because I'm interested. Maybe someone else out there is too. Probably not, but maybe. I you gotta have it. You never know. I'm like, not. No, not you gotta have it. Nope. <laughs> All right. In the Wu Tang Clan secret album. Oh, dude. Oh. There was. A, did you watch the document or the um? There was a documentary that did. I don't know if it was fully just on that, or if it was part of something else. But they there was. Dude, a docu- that's what you assigned me. Oh yeah, that's right. How about that? <laughs> That's pretty great. Well, I guess we'll get to that at some point, won't we? We will get to that. All right. Well, in the meantime, while uh, Nick and Bob discuss what they're doing. Yep. Sorry. On to uh, Todd Dillon with 90 Second Sports. Yes. You see him heading in that direction. The 20. He's going for 40. And it's 90 Second Sports. Todd Dillon with 90 Second Sports brought to you by Nabisco. <laughs> Best crackers in the business. Perfect. Uh, Ritz might disagree with you, but that's okay. <laughs> Maybe if they fought it out, you know what? Either of those, either of those companies, hey. if you're listening, uh, reach out to us. And first reply gets our gets our sponsorship. I, there we go. I feel like I am 100 percent on this. Yeah. Ritz is made by Nabisco, buddy. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. See, see. So Them's what, Ritz crackers. So what Nabisco crackers were you referring to, Todd? He doesn't no. know. No, I'm pretty sure. No, I no. I think, I think Ritz is made by Durex. <laughs> Actually, that should be a segment. My favorite. There we go. The, yeah, the, the toll, he, those, those toll house, the townhouse. Town. We'll make it to Krakus. You don't, I, you don't I need think, Krakus. I think it's made by. There's no as, as Phoebe would say. Oh no, it's too late. As Phoebe would say, it is Nabisco. Nestle Tolauza. After after. <laughs> After a brief stare down there, he finally cracked at the end. So I knew I knew it was not correct. Corey, who me? No, oh Nick. Yeah. Hey, are we say. getting he, to my sports or not? Is this just, part of my ninety? Just seconds you hold now? on, Todd Dillon. Oh, <laughs> welcome to my life, Todd. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Todd, what did you eat at your uh, pre-wedding <laughs> dinner? I, exactly. I'm starting the timer, Todd. All go. Right. Am I going to see it? Where's the? Where's the? It's uh, up right now. Go. Well, I don't want to waste any time because there's a ton of shit to talk about. Did you know, guys, that the University of Michigan, the University of Michigan, defeated Penn State today uh, handily, uh, and they made an in-game adjustment right away and ran all over Joe Nittany and all the Happy Valley faithful to win and go to 10-0 and today. But the thing I want to talk to everybody about, and let's reel, reel everybody in and get them back on the bandwagon. Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes started off like a house of fire, three and zero, and since then, oh boy, it's been a train wreck. They can't win a game, they can't play defense, they can't get anything right. But they are gosh darn entertaining, and so don't jump off the ship, don't give up on Pr- Coach Prime, stay on the bandwagon. These guys are gonna be awesome if they can just win. Three more games. I think they got to win the rest. They got to win out to get a bowl bid. But if they make it to the bowl, to a bowl game, you're going to see some of the best college football. Well, maybe you won't see the best college football. You'll see some of the best individual contributors in the history of college football because his son, Shadur, and his other son, I don't remember his name, Shiloh, (laughs) 
Shenandoah. He's really good. The again. Quit on Coach Prime. Them Buffaloes are damn good. I don't remember his name. Todd, 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 we're really sorry. I know there was a little bit of gap. I need at, more time, damn there's, it. There's a little bit of gap at the beginning. I apologize, but Coach Prime gives you money to close that gap. So just so you're aware. Did you get a exactly. sweet? No, there was no sweet. I don't no, want to waste anybody's no, time here. There was, Let's there get was, right into it. There, no, there was no sweet. And guess what? Fuck! Fuck all that bullshit of it takes him time to for the to go through the airwaves to fucking Seattle and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Because this time was was something completely different. There was editorializing about how he didn't want to waste time while the timer already started. He's like, "Hey guys, you couldn't just see so you it. know, I don't want to waste any time, so I'm going to get right into it." Like, <laughs> I heard it and I was like, "He said what?" So, so I got to waste some time here just to talk about not wasting time. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! I always get screwed in this segment. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel that's the only reason why we do it. I know. Yeah, just embrace it, Todd. I'm being repressed, I'm Todd. Being you repressed. you are sacrificing for the good of the podcast. I am, but it is a selfless act every time you do 90 second sports. Not only do you get your own segment that you can you can come up with whatever content you want on that yeah. sports segment, but you have a delicious, delicious, fresh lemon Skittle sweet potato salad waiting for you <laughs> in the kitchen. We don't have that. Exactly. You know what we exactly. should do for him? We should do for him what, what you did. Let, yeah. Let's just let's, let's throw Todd a bone. We'll call it Todd Dillon's 90 second sports. Yeah, I mean, what? It, what else yeah. was it? It's his it picture was, no, on the just, fucking artwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're the only one who has their name in the title of your segment. Well, I mean, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. So if we called it Todd Dillon's so does, ninety so seconds, well, wait a minute. So does Corey does? He's TT. Ah, uh, that's a nickname, sir. That's also a nickname that was not uh, uh, self applied. I mean, who self applies to, to, to quote to quote Corey's exactly. favorite film? That's an name the most folks I know wouldn't self-apply where I come from. Very true. <laughs> I mean, Bob, I mean, nobody gives themselves their own nickname. You've been trying to get Silver Surfer going for a while, and none of us. It didn't stick with any of us. No one's going to call you. Butthole sniffer. Oh, dude, I'm going right. kill for Silver Surfer. Bob, tee us up. But only Kirby's <laughs> Silver Surfer. Hey, listen, uh, if we're going back to it, do another shot here. So if you have paused us, and then you like took your kids to a swim meet, and you came back and you mowed the lawn and you started us up again and you've resumed where you left off. It's about time. So we're going to do another shot. Please join us. Hang on. Oh. Can we replace that Hold with like place. raking the leaves? I don't know if anyone's mowing the lawn right now. Well, <laughs> this podcast is going to the internet and it's where it's going to live forever. So at some point, someone's going to be mowing the lawn. Down right? People are like, well, hold on. I'm in Tallahassee. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a little upset by that comment. Is that your Tallahassee? It's not, fa- it's not fall everywhere. They don't mow the lawn in Tallahassee. What if, what if they were in, uh, in in Norway? If they were in Tallahassee, they'd have beds of rocks with uh, lime trees in their yard, so they're not mowing any lawns. There's businesses There's no that have lawns, sir. All of Tallahassee, even in Tallahassee, and someone's got to mow them. If they were in Norway, well, I don't know. Maybe they're making a stew. Norwegian stew. Yeah. Okay. What I mean, other, what other stew? Warm. Like a, it'd be like a fish stew. <laughs> You got that booze yet, Todd? Are we ready? Please. I do. Come on. I do. Cheers. Here we go. Salute. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, man. <sighs> <laughs>
There's a fine line with fireball. That's the good stuff. Between why are we always on the other side of that line? Between yeah, between <laughs> getting the chills when it's too warm, and then getting the chills when it's too cold. I mean, there's there's like a sweet spot. There's no sweet spot. I know. It's so fucking. It's how many of them do you have to do in a row before you finally get the one where you're like, that's not bad. Oh, there there has it's like seven. six or seven. I think no. I think there's like, four. and then they're still horrible. I think it's four. You stop. You stop griping about it. You just yeah. stop, you, you're too drunk to care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How bad it is. You don't get those. Uh, um, like your body's trying to say, "Hey, you're trying to kill me." <laughs> Shivers. Like, oh, yeah. this is why are you putting this in my body? Your body finally starts to shut down, and then you're like, "Woo, this is delicious." Hey, Thank do you, you guys have a shot of the uh, ke- the fireball keg? <laughs> no, we've been saving it until you get back into Michigan. We're waiting, dude. Listen, I mean, it would be like us talking to you know a rich billionaire and saying, "Hey, oh man, look at this new jet, this jumbo jet they just uh, released. Wouldn't that be amazing?" And then that billionaire going like a couple weeks later, like, "Hey, did you guys end up getting that fucking? Uh, did you get that jet? No, we don't have uh, just liquid assets that we can just spend on anything. You are you are our rich billionaire, Todd." We, we, <laughs> When, when there are expensive kegs to buy, we're waiting for a moment that something shows up with like a pasted smiley face of you on the side that says, uh, love you boys so much. Uh, just thought I'd surprise you. Uh, wow, that first, was a long way. To, first, to... first, first time in, first time in, uh, 250 episodes, but, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to help you guys out. That, that was a, a long trip that he took just to say, hey, Todd, if you could just send us a keg of that fireball, that'd be You know great. what's funny is is how many things he's told us he was going to send us. He's like, you know what? It Every one of you is getting a shirt. It always comes back to that. Every one of you is getting you, you a shirt. You didn't get your shirt? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys didn't get your shirts? <laughs> Still waiting. You buddy. didn't get them? Still waiting. Yeah. We, we haven't, Todd, we haven't gotten a uh, Space Needle postcard from you. Oh, man. You haven't? Not one. That would oh make my, my week if I got a Space Needle postcard from Todd. The I'm going to be me? calling the Postmaster General first thing tomorrow the fu- because the funny thing I've is, sent you guys so many things. The funny thing is, while he's here, he's a very generous person. While he's in Seattle, <laughs> fuck those motherfuckers. <laughs> Scrooge himself. <laughs> yeah. I was watching this podcast. I'm I'm not sure these guys are friends. I mean, it's they say they're friends, but friends don't talk to you to I like never that. said that. I did not say that. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't able to get groceries for a week when I got home from Taos because of all the booze I bought that man. For a week, I say. <laughs> you did look a little slim and trim that next week when we got that's, back. That was the I only time. Between the shitting, throwing up, and, and spending money on Todd's booze, that's all I could afford. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's how the rich stay rich, bro. Yeah, that's how you know it was a good vacation. <laughs> My dad would definitely agree with you. He'd be like, Nick, you're a About fucking the idiot. Shitting and the throwing up and no. stuff? And he'd be like, Nick, you're an idiot. Don't spend your money on anyone. Stop buying booze. I've met that Todd Dillon. Yep. I wouldn't do it. Not the guy to do it for. No, he's a great Word guy. Word to the mother. He's a great guy. Hey, fellas. Can he we, <laughs> can we, we're going to close out here with uh, Nick's existential question. Dude, we are going to get a box of warm Sweet potato salad from Todd in the mail. Orange sweet you. potato ch- mm. chicken. Orange sweet potato salad with skittles. Did you hold on? Did you ever come up with a name for that dish? Horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to ask Mary about that. I didn't cook it. Though. Oh, Mary, so she makes salads. Mary makes salads. 
if Mary so knows. That's why she was relegated to salads and breakfasts <laughs> because she made orange sweet potato casserole or something. All right, between the two of you, because I'm sure that's all you're going to be talking about when you get done with the podcast tonight. <laughs> come, up, come up with a name and let us know. Yep. I don't. I don't. Dude. So why was why was there nobody in the background going next, next, next? <laughs> dude? I don't. I don't know that. That was the second version. Remember, there was in the first, and was Nick tried because he wanted the he wanted the Indian sitar uh, rather than. The oh, first. remember the first one was that is so a little bit more right. more jazzy and groovy. That is so fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. that is so crazy. I must have smelled your thoughts because I was going to say. No one named Nick has ever had sitar playing in the back of his fucking anything. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Todd's like, sitar. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's a Corey, great idea. Corey, I smell like you got a thought in your head. What's going on? I was thinking about something, but it's okay. We'll, yeah, okay. we'll move past. All right, all right, we'll move past. All right, so for this installment of my uh, Bengali existential question, apparently. What uh, the fuck? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna keep it culinarily related. Um, this was something I actually thought of. That worked out so well at the beginning. It's a good idea to continue that. Yeah, no, this was something. I'm sorry. This is that was your call, man. This I had a food related thing from the get go. I didn't know you were going down that that weird. Oh, you should road. have been happy. Like, oh, thank God, he's this is no. this is gonna fit in perfectly with my question no. later. So, so my question is. What it's a two part question. So one, what is your go to food that you make for yourself? Like, like I don't I don't have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, this I'm is my hold, question. I'm holding your your go to food that you make for yourself. Apparently, very funny from Bob. I don't know why. Um, oh, I'm sorry. What is your wedding meal and fucking outfit or whatever the fuck you asked? And keep going. Yeah. So what is the, the the go-to thing that you make for yourself? No one else that's there. You want something quick and easy. This is what you come home and make. Because this can be very different from whatever you asked earlier. Because I, I know personally if I come home and I, it's not like something I want to sit here and slave over a stove, I, I know a couple things that are like my go-tos. That's number one. Number two is also food-related. And it's going to be, what is the one thing that you've made that you've got complimented on the most? What is something you made that you got complimented on the most? So two-part question, go-to bullshit meal, something that you've made that you've got complimented on the most. And I want to know what each one of those are. Does anybody have anything? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Why you asked on you? So... Because everyone kind of looked like uh, they had a look on their Corey, face. Corey, what do you like, got? I'll go first. They're about to crack a safe. For it. <laughs> all right. So I'll do the go-to. We'll all go around with our go-tos. All right. So it, it sounds really fucking stupid, and it, and it kind of is. For someone that loves food, um, agree. this was just something I stumbled upon that is a bullshit, easy, stupid. I'm not even going to call it a meal. It's like a snack. So I would take... <laughs> At first, I started with, I think, pita bread. I would take two pieces of pita bread or tortillas, but normally pita bread. I love green olives. Um, and it was almost Who like... doesn't? Yeah, it was almost like 
a quesadilla, but I always used mozzarella. So it was like mozzarella, I'd put green olives, two pieces of pita bread, and I'd put like maybe some garlic pepper, salt and pepper, something like that. I mean, there's enough salt with the green olives. And chop them all up, put it together, and then make it almost like a quesadilla. Cut it with a pizza cutter. And I started using um, it, the weirdest thing in the world. And it's it's just something very specific to me. It's very odd. But spray butter, I started mixing it with sriracha. And I would dip, like, pretzels and things like that in it. It's actually really good. Question. Yeah. So when if you're mixing it with spray butter, yeah, are you just putting, like, a light coating on it? Or were you, like, opening so, the bottle of spray butter and, like, dumping some so, of it so out? So it doesn't go on the actual, like, right, it's, quesadilla. Yeah. I would take, like, a, a small container and pour it in. So, yeah, you, so you would actually pour and it? Then, and then squirt in some sriracha and then kind of mix it around okay all right that, that that's fine I, and, and yeah so it, it was so i don't know how i came up with it one day my mom thought it was nuts what go ahead well because i was just thinking like I, I all i imagined was you when you said spray butter like yeah. you sitting with a like a little cup and being no, like no 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 oh my god how am i gonna do this before so as long yeah as long as you opened it finger cramp no a lot of times uh i would i would often do it so much for just a stupid like it's almost it's like the equivalent of like a kid's meal, like spaghettios. I mean, it was just a thoughtless, mindless thing that I did one night when there was like no food in the house, and I was like, "Huh, oh, this is kind of not too bad." It's almost like a pizza slash quesadilla kind of thing, and uh, so yeah. So I always used to to have like whatever I made, if I made like a sandwich or a wrap or whatever it may be, I would have this like spray butter slash sriracha, and uh, it's. Spray butter is, is like, buttermilk-based. There's, like, zero calories in it. Um, everyone thinks it's very synthetic. If you go with, like, I can't believe it's not butter, it's it's predominantly buttermilk-based. And everybody knows there's not a lot of calories in buttermilk. If you go, like, to, the like, the blue bottle, I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's a very synthetic-y flavor. But anyhow, so I made it one day. I was telling my mom about it. She's like, that sounds absolutely disgusting. I'm like, well, don't don't eat it, you know. And she tried it one time. She's like, oh, that's actually pretty good. I do that now, too. I'm like, so that's a stupid bullshit home by myself. There's nothing going on. I don't feel like cooking. That's something I've done in the past. Oh, mine's not anywhere near that involved. Um, and see, I thought that was dumbing it down for me. So. No, like, I, I mean, like, one of the simplest things, but I absolutely love, uh, is a white man's blunt. It's what? Like, what the fuck is Whoa. that? Oh. I want to know the name again, and oh. I want to know what all what this is all about. A white man's blunt. A white man's blunt. Yep. <clears throat> slice Let of white, have it. Slice of white bread. Never keep that on hand. Slice no. of craft single cheese. Okay. Okay. And a dill pickle. Wrap that bad boy up oh. and eat it. No. No. <laughs> no. No. It's fantastic. Oh my god. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it. The first time I I heard it, I was like, "Holy shit, this is gonna be disgusting!" But it was actually it phenomenal. <laughs> it you it's know not. What, you know what it, it kind of reminds me of. Are you the, pregnant? <laughs> all you, the time. You know what it kind of reminds me of, um, and it kind of runs parallel with like a bullshit meal. But this is like a bullshit appetizer that I grew up with was uh, salami with. Cream cheese in the middle, wrapped up. All right, yeah, 
It's along the same lines. My mom used to make that and then slice it up and bring it to like, she, and I'm like, and it is phenomenal. She never put a green onion in the middle of it? No, but okay. some people put like uh, gherkins in the middle. That would be good too. But, but the. Gherkins are sweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending on if you get like a cornichon or like a gherkin or, you know, gherkin is just a small pickle, but um, you yeah, you could get like a bread and butter gherkin. But I, I, I like that as well. <laughs> I think we're opening some new doors because there's a there's a big smile coming from Corey Selesky right now. But I can no, the with salami that. with with cream cheese was it doesn't sound good, but it somehow works. It's like an old seventies appetizer kind of thing. But yeah, so Bob, um, kielbasa and uh, Bob Evans uh, mashed potatoes. Okay, with uh, say what. Kielbasa with uh, ketchup and uh, Dijon mustard, along with uh, Bob Evans potatoes. Fast, you, simple. Yeah. How, how do you prepare? How is it prepared, Bob? Tell how's, me. How's, so you how's, buy the, which the one? It's, a, it's a sausage in a plastic, and then what do you well, do? Well, kielbasa is already cooked, so you can oh, really? legitimately eat it right out of the package. So it's but, like a smoked sausage. But I warm it up, uh, most likely in the microwave, which is why it's fucking quick. And then the Bob Evans potatoes. You get a Kroger, same shit. Bob Evans potatoes are spot on. Sour cream ne- chives. Yeah, ne- never had them. It, 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 oh, they're, dude. they're they're good enough where you're like, why the fuck am I bothering making potatoes? Do do, do yourself a favor one day when you're at Come Kroger, or, or doing a, a uh, whatever order, uh, add Bob Evans mashed potatoes on there. The, even the ori- just even start with the original. They're phenomenal. Mashed potatoes no. are the easiest things to cook. What are nope. you you're buying no, them they, store bought? There's no way they're, they're easier than Bob Evans. No, they're potatoes. not. They're not. Right. They're not. But they are. They are very. They fucking, are. They are no, very they're, simple. They're, no, they're not. Todd. Hold you, on a second. Potatoes are actually one yes. of the few things that you don't have to get boiling water ready. You put them in cold water and then turn the stove on and then walk away. So the, the the from Hang from on. pulling it out There's of the fridge. Easier. No, I know, on, I know on, that's easy. Hold on, I know that's Hold on, pull it out of the fridge to eating it in my mouth. Five minutes. If you, if you can that do that quick. with potatoes, then tell me and I'll stop eating Bob Evans. I, I can do. I I can do you that. Can't do five minutes. No, I There's can no do that. Way. I can do that with the the bagged powdered potatoes. I'm not eating powdered potatoes. Oh yeah, Bob Evans. Well, is I probably, draw the line. Probably whole Bob potatoes. Evans is, yeah, powder is a bridge too far for me. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I agree with yeah. Bob 100% on this. Yeah. There's a huge difference between the, the bagged powdered potatoes yeah, and the and Bob Evans. My grandma Evans. used to make powdered potatoes. I know what that tastes yeah, like. Yeah, the Bob Dude, I'm can, telling you, the Bob Evans ones are fucking legit. Yeah. Can I can I ask one favor? Yeah, can yeah, somebody yeah. hit the button for the, 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 the sound for the truck backing up? The <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a truck back up, but go ahead. Okay. Back the truck up. And this is, and I will, I will immediately say that it is not as fast as whatever your microwave Bob Evans potatoes are, but there is a fast way to make potatoes. Just go buy some Yukon gold potatoes and uh, rinse them off, put them in. Bob, <laughs> you bought the Instapot that I told you to buy, I did. right? Or the, 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 so put, put two cups of chicken broth in your Instapot and a little grid to hold the potatoes off. All you need to do is rinse them off and cut them up and, Put them in the pressure cooker mode for 15 minutes. Nope. You already lost me. Hang like, on. Just, but, hang on. No, but Bob, hang on. Hang on one sec. Hang on one sec. But hold on. The, the, I, did, I, the, the point I will of stipulate this question, it's not as quick the, as the your The point thing, of the question you, was a quick bullshitty meal. Yeah. Okay. 
getting the ninja set up and dicing the potatoes. I'm already over getting five it, minutes. You don't have to dice. You don't even have to dice them. That's the beauty. That's the beauty. You don't have to dice them. And then you only a 15 minute cook time. Guys, I'm like, fuck. I could have three of them. We have a secondary time. question we have to do. So I know I was long winded. Hold on. I, I'll, I'll solve this once and for all. Hey, uh, hey, Todd Dillon. How are those uh, Bob Evans mashed potatoes? Oh, that's good. There you go. So uh, we can move on. Hey, hey, before we get to the second, it's ruining me. No, Todd has to go. Todd hasn't gone yet. But before you, you guys couldn't see the disdain on his face when you just said that. He got very upset. Todd, Todd, what's your quick and easy bullshit meal? That's the thing. I was trying to think. I have, I have a bullshit meal, but I wouldn't say it's that quick and easy. My bullshit meal that, and it's for both Mary and I, is, uh, and I don't do it very often, is. uh, tater tot casserole, right? So brown, some ground no, beef. It's too, it's too involved. Too involved. Something you it come, is? something, it's... something you come home. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're a little tipsy. You come home from a game, something like that. Mary's already, <laughs> Mary's already in bed, and you're like, I just yeah. need to, I need to nuke something. I need to make something real quick. Not a casserole, like something you're like, something easy. I don't, I don't have. Then I think then my thing is all then already pre-made stuff. I don't have anything. If if I'm actually gonna make it, I don't I don't I I don't even know the notion of like store bought frozen mashed potatoes. That's an amazing that's amazing quality. That is amazing quality because if I could show you, since the first time I ever saw the Selesky home was on (laughs) Halloween, if I could show you that a chest freezer was filled. To the top with frozen ready-to-eat meals. Oh, my. You couldn't fit one more meal in there. Yep, hang on. Hold on. Here we go. First of all, those were not frozen ready-to-eat meals. Those were things to make full meals. What were they? There's chicken in there. There's steak in there. Um, there's all I, the stuff for the dog. I, like I, I didn't see any, like, shrink-wrapped steaks or anything. It was, like, a lot of, like. You, you didn't dig far enough. I would. I didn't look at it. I just opened it because I thought I, I thought the booze was in there. All the good stuff's on the bottom. Nick. Oh, okay. I like to have a layer of bullshit right. No, the dude, top. there's nothing wrong with that. The Celeskis are very snacky people. We know that. There's nothing wrong with that. It, if anything, I was jealous because Corey, right here, what? Bob, right what? in front of you. Go. Oh. Right there. Spider come down. Yeah. Get him. Got a, a thing. Bob. Here. What did Corey shit himself? What's going on? No, no, it's just a. What What do we explain to our listeners who aren't uh, watching? Just it? so everyone knew, there was a uh, <laughs> almost translucent, uh, very very good tiny, eye though. I never would have seen it. Very very it tiny like spider coming down on a four foot web right in front of Bob Schnoz. Yeah. So I, so I, wait a minute. I, I, I saw it. and I noticed Lori says spaghetti quick and easy. again. I have a I have a spaghetti. I'll just do spaghetti quick. Mary and I do I do a mean spaghetti, but uh, <laughs> again, that's not an instant meal it's not a five minute defrost frozen that's the good stuff <laughs> yes yeah. lori uh 100 um i i it's not something i go to uh for whatever reason italian food i don't know why i really don't know why i'm not a big i don't i love to cook and i don't cook a lot of italian food um it's something i get at a restaurant and i love it but you're 100 percent right Especially if, you know, uh, nine ten dollars on a good jar of like some uh, you know organic or whatever spaghetti sauce, like a vodka sauce or something like that. I mean, that would be a perfect, you know, easy meal. If like you had to do something quick and easy, you can get some pretty good 
pretty good sauces if you want to spend some money for sure. Oh, even actually cheap. Mama Rouse is, it's not Mama Rouse, but I call it Mama Rouse. That's oh, that's good sauce. Right? I've Ooh, had that before. That's great sauce, yeah. and it's not that expensive. Yep. And look, I can make, it has very I can low make carbs. spaghetti. Uh, I'm not I'm not making my own noodles, but I can make I can make a decent batch of spaghetti. But the question was about bullshitty meals. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. The bullshitty part of it is, yeah, there's going to be some chemicals in that. There's going to be some processed yep. food. I'm not gonna some frozen food. I'm not gonna. It's bullshit. It's a bullshit meal. I'm not gonna call my friends or my mom and be like, "Hey, guess what I just nope. had." I'm gonna be sitting there in my fucking sleepy pants and making a meal that I would would probably not brag to anybody I was making because I want something that takes less than five minutes to put together. And exactly then, the point. Of I, it. I, I know something that. So hang on a second. Uh-huh. Mary makes something that's spectacular. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna claim hers even though I don't make this. See how that's for you. There is all one the thing. way back around again. Yeah, no, hang on. will be quick. Chicken. I, I promise this will be quick because this isn't a meal, but it is an awesome appetizer that will work as a meal. Mary has this thing where she'll take a can of Hormel chili uh, and then spread some cream uh, cheese, uh, cream cheese, and then shredded cheese. cheese That's it. And like yeah. that is the bullshitty. She'll that's make, a that's an awesome go to. <laughs> an amazing. So, I don't make, so she'll make chili dip, like the most generic chili dip that my sister has brought to every party for the past thirty years. That's the one. That's yep. a great instant bullshitty like you know we quick just, fast in a hurry. Corey just <laughs> Corey just gave me a silicone pot holder, brought it to my house tonight because uh, about a year and a half ago, someone made that and we didn't really eat it all. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna toss this. It's just bullshit chili dip. It's and Corey's like, whoa, I'm gonna eat the shit out of that. I'll take it home. <laughs> Damn straight. That was 2019. <laughs> exactly. And I like how I I told you that I had that little mat for like a year and a half and you're like no it's only been like six months i have to and trust now you the, now on the podcast also. i have to trust you i mean and, and Lori, Lori, laurie's been chiming in with some pretty good stuff although steak is not steak done right and there's should never take be instant easy but then she said steak and stir fry and my stomach turned again let's oh, let's we, we we okay guys we're switching yeah, well, up. okay so what are we drinking here Corey? this we had up north uh not last year i believe it was the year prior Nick bought the yep. little dill pickle sh- uh, shooters, the single shooters, and they were amazing. Luckily, I was able to find at the liquor store around the corner from me, uh, actually, we're going to shout them out, the Kelly Corner Liquor Store. They have a whole bunch of this in stock now. Dill pickle vodka. Dill pickle vodka. It's, it's actually very hard to find because there's variations of it. There's other companies, but this is the good stuff. Yeah, this is the, the exact stuff that we had up north, so. Full fifth. Todd, I would give you some, but uh, you're not here, buddy. So it is very. In spirit, you are, though, sir. It is in spirits. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Never. worry, we'll send you one. Slancha, Todd. Cheers. Salute. Oh. Oh, that's so good. It is really good. That's fucking amazing. Imagine that in a Bloody Mary. It's a good thought. Mm hmm. Fuck, that's so good. Little horseradishes. Let's not get carried away now. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go around the turn one more time. Um, oh, we're it, not even on the second fucking part of this question. No, yeah, no, we're not. Wow. Okay. Okay. So hour and a half podcast. Yep. Keep going. So let's see. Now we we need a meal that you've made that you've gotten the most compliments on. Most compliments on. I'll I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, 
it's nothing crazy by any means, but I, I concocted my own little uh, spice and barbecue sauce for grilled chicken. And that's I, out of everything I've made, that's probably the number one thing that I've, I've gotten compliments on. Oh, I mean, aside can from you your, give me, can you give us a little bit of, you have to give your secret away, but what, what makes it special that people have not, that, that make it, makes it stand out? Oh, that's tough to say. Cause it, it's, it's not, again, I, I'm not trying to glorify my recipe by any means. It is very simple. Um, but I, I, I will say go out and buy the Traeger, um, apple honey. No, thank you. <laughs> Wow, that was fast. He's not a, not a fan of Traeger. Go out and buy the Traeger. Nope. No. Traeger, Traeger apple honey seasoning. All right. And uh, you can mix that with anything and make it phenomenal. There's there's some more to it, but I'm not going to give away how secret <laughs> Which I shall not disclose. Yeah. Give away yeah. the fucking 13 herbs and spices. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, that's my number one compliment. All right, so barbecue sauce, right? Well, barbecue chicken, yeah. But is it a sauce or is it a rub? It's a it's a sauce. Okay. So I'd like to taste that sometime. Uh, anyone me else? Me too. Bob, Todd, um, I'm in. Count me in. I got to try it. I mean, what, whatever. I mean, obviously, this is going to be a recipe that I got from somebody. It's yeah, not like no, you don't have to create yeah. something. Yeah. I've never invented any food in my life, and probably never will. But, um. The recipe that I got from a friend for the chili that I make, I think it's the thing that I probably got uh, the most compliments on. Well, I mean, until you were head-to-head with his homemade chili. Okay. Uh, it was a pretty tough call that night. Was it? It was. All right. With my chili? Yeah. I don't even recall the day that we did the chili cook-off. That's probably just as well. You anyway, that's my answer. You don't remember the it's chili cook-off? Were you no. and Bob... Now, now you're just feeding me shit. <laughs> what? We 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 could take it off air. It's fine. So my answer is my is is chili. Tailgate, okay. Take a tailgate uh, chili. A recipe I got from a good friend. By the way, you did win that night. <clears throat> I, on, I feel like it was two a, levels. it was really not a battle. It wasn't yeah. on two so. different levels. Okay, so Todd, go ahead, buddy. Uh, I would say per, it's a toss up. I my because we're coming into that season, I do a kind of partly barbecued uh, but smoked turkey uh, for Thanksgiving that I've gotten a ton of kudos for over the years. And then I'd say my regular kind of go-to is I make a really, really mean spaghetti. Uh, although the the challenge is uh, I've never, ever made spaghetti exactly the same way twice ever in my life. But I, But people always okay. love my spaghetti. Listen. Lori does this yes, shit sir. too. Why? Why? What is it about people when they feel like they they feel a little you know uh, a little too big for their britches and they're like, I know what I'm doing, and they just start winging it and they don't write anything down and and when you go like, oh, I'd love to have the recipe, they're like, yeah, I don't write anything down. A lot of good chefs go by taste and not by uh, a recipe. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I and it's not even taste necessarily for me. It's it's what. What strikes me on that day is what kind of influences how, what I make. And but but I, when people I, who are non chefs go like, "Oh, I love the recipe," for you to just go like, "Sorry," so actually can't, can't give great it to you. segue, great segue. That's why Bob and you will know you know this firsthand. What do I say to everybody? Hey, Todd, can you give me the recipe for this? What do I say? No, 
Because remember, actually, the other guy forgot that <laughs> macaroni and cheese. My macaroni and cheese. I freaking gave Christy the one of the because because I loved her so much. I'm, she's like Todd. You got to give me. You, I made mac and cheese for one of your holiday things yeah, or for a, a celebration. It's like this is the best mac and cheese ever. Can you give me the recipe? I'm like, nah, I don't share my recipes. <laughs> and she goes, please give it to me. So I'm like, well, okay. I don't share then, my recipes. Is different than I can't write it down because I don't no, no. know. No, no, I don't. It's not that I don't know, Bob. I don't make it the same way twice because I don't feel the same way necessarily twice uh, when I'm making it. And the and the thing is, here's why I don't give my recipes away. When I did give it away, I told the one person, she's like, "Yeah, I did it." And my family thought it sucked. It wasn't very good. I'm like, "Cause you didn't follow the instructions." That's why I don't give my recipes away. Hold on. So, so, so you yeah. just stopped giving instructions completely. I stopped giving recipes away to anyone ever. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess but, that's a way to go. But then, but then you asked me for my rice recipe. Of course. Todd has no well, shame. No, Todd is, we, Todd all no sh- we all did. We all did. I have what I, do, do what I say. Do what I do. Don't do what I it? do. Do what I say. I believe I did once. I did say, Todd, okay. Todd yeah. has no shame in taking other people's Okay, recipes. so so a couple. Do, uh, yeah, go ahead, Todd. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, absolutely. I'll let people share their their cool coolness with me. And then, by the way, not for nothing, I actually still, no matter what the exact recipe you gave me is, I actually tweak it and make it my own at the end. Anyway, well, you have with to. Everything, no you matter have what. to. Um, yeah, you, you're not going to be, uh, you know, you can't trust a, a chef that doesn't lick his own fingers. I, I mean, that's just, that's good to be in the kitchen like that. So, but, uh, a couple of different things. Thanks, Corey. Mm, you're welcome. A couple different things. Why'd One, you close your eyes in the podcast? There is, let me tell you why. There is a difference between knowing what you're doing and not writing things down. And then my mom, who you could ask her. Oh my God, your chicken paprikash is amazing. How do you make it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you don't, don't know. know. It's such a shitty answer. <laughs> I don't know. My dad, my dad, I, you don't know. My I, dad used to say, "If you like something your mom made, enjoy it because you'll never have it again. It'll never be the same. It'll be completely different the next time." And you'll say, yep. "Can you just make it like you made it last year?" And she'll I, be like, "Hold on, that is nope. not, that is completely untrue. I could I I could personally make at least four things that my mom used to make." just exactly as shitty as she made them 100%. so, so uh number two with, with little notice or preparation number two that i wanted to touch on mary says that uh todd your pork belly gets a lot of compliments is she talking he about that yeah is, she, or is this a is meal? Talking, talking about a meal or your, your actual physical your form mm. your belly. both baby she <laughs> likes <laughs> to rub oil they, all they, over they, your they belly score solid nines they both score solid nines <laughs> All right, out of a hundred, that's not very good. So, so Todd, so Todd, that so that was yours, right? Well, yes, yeah, I, that was mine. So, so mine it was like three things. Yeah, so <laughs> mine is going to be like something probably with the most compliments is certainly not anything that I created, um, but it was a recipe that my grandma cut out of the Detroit Free Press, I think it was, of um, Jimmy Schmidt from, like, the late 80s, early 90s. And it is spicy duck quesadillas, which doesn't necessarily sound good, but... It sounds good to me. According to my aunt and my grandma and, and me after making it several times, it is something that it, as a one person chef... Um, or a home chef, you have to start the day before. 
And the reason being is it's very labor intensive. There is a, um, so you've, you've got the actual duck that needs to be roasted um, and shredded. Um, and then in between, you have tortillas. And in between the tortillas, you put a Japanese hoisin sauce or Japanese yeah, bar- boy. barbecue sauce. And then the shredded kind of smoky duck goes on top of that. Then there's um, cooked uh, sliced red pepper that goes in there, mild red pepper. And then s- you hand grate smoked Gouda cheese, and the smoked yeah, Gouda boy. cheese goes on top of that. So that all goes in the, in the oven at about 400. Now, coupled with that is you make um, like an avocado crema, basically, it's like avocado, lime juice, and sour cream with um, some people put cilantro, but not most of the time, and some salt and some pepper. So you have this like, it's almost like a whipped, it's like a whipped cream consistency, like a light green, like a mint green color whipped cream consistency. And it's like very light tasting. And it's got a little lime and it's amazing. And, and then you get uh, chipotle and adobo sauce. So you lay it all out, and you have the smoky, hoisin, smoked Gouda duck quesadillas that are nice and piping hot. On top of that goes the avocado crema, which is very cooling and citrusy, and then drizzled over the top of that is the very smoky and spicy chipotle sauce. And between the sweet, sour, hot, cold, spicy, and saltiness of it, it just hits every single part of the palate. And it is fucking phenomenal, dude. It, is so, it sounds phenomenal. It is so good. And as my aunt has always said, she's like, if it wasn't such a pain in the ass to fucking make, she's like, I'd make it all the time. And it worked very well for us because my dad's a duck hunter and has been for 50 years. And so we always had a constant supply of duck breasts. Um, I have some in my freezer right now, so it, it's something I really like to make you guys, but it's everybody that tastes it. It's just, you know, there's not a lot of words. It's mostly oohs and ahs and mmm, you know, it's, it's a phenomenal fucking meal. So Jimmy Schmidt's spicy duck. Cake. It sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to put, put that up against chili magic, <laughs> I mean, good luck. Yeah. Nice try, buddy. It's starting to come back to me a little bit now. What's that? The chili cook-off. The chili. I never did that. I, I'm not saying I didn't. I just don't recall it. Oh, we'll recall it for you. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, we are bringing the school to a close. We're going we're gonna to pull it into the station. I believe that's going to go towards your $4. Well, first of all, I was down to $3. Oh, so now you're down to 2 uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a mispronunciation other than like a stumble or a stutter. Uh, we'll go back to the tape. Like right. one. You know I'm good for it. I've already <laughs> cut myself down to three. I know. We're going to pull this train to the station. We're going to bring it to a close. Thank you so much for joining us. That is Schnozcast of the Week on behalf of Corey and Nick and Todd. This is Bob. We'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves.